Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. And our focus here on Healing Quest is optimum health and integrated medicine. And that means natural ways to help keep us all healthy. Well, it's been about 90 days since Hurricane Harvey slammed into the Texas coast. And it now has the dubious distinction of being the costliest tropical cyclone on record, primarily from widespread flooding in the Houston area. And among the many stories that really tugged at our heart in the aftermath of Harvey was the major animal rescue effort that happened in Houston. The rescue effort was run by the Best Friends Animal Society, which has chapters and programs all across the country. Three months ago, we spoke with Michelle Sathy of Best Friends. She'd flown to the Houston area from Los Angeles to help in the rescue effort, which was one of the biggest efforts of its kind ever undertaken. Well, now that three months have passed, we thought it would be a good idea to check in with her for a follow-up. So, uh, Michelle, welcome back to Healing Quest. And, and remind us, please, just how big the animal rescue effort in Houston was. Hi, thank you. It's good to be back. The animal rescue effort in Houston was pretty massive. Uh, best friends flew in or, or came into the area right as the the hurricane was happening and immediately started rescuing pets on the ground as well as collaborating with other organizations to help rescue pets that had been displaced by the hurricane. And we took in 500 dogs and cats, 100 cats, 400 dogs. Um, Originally, there was a shelter in place in the Conroe area. And then we were lucky enough to partner with Harris County Public Health And we took over a section of the energy arena in Houston, which is where we created this incredible makeshift shelter (laughs) that was bigger than a lot of municipal shelters in the country and uh, cared for the 500 pets there. It was pretty, pretty wild and pretty amazing. Well, that's that's what we heard when we talked to you three months ago. And if you remember, our niece was down there and she had gone down from uh, she flew down from L.A. to just help with the rescue effort. So I do remember, and yeah. we're so grateful to her. And we had a lot of people who traveled from all over the country and even from all over the world to come down and volunteer for a couple of days or a week. We had some people that camped out for a month and helped out, and they really made such a huge difference. So thank you to your niece and everyone else who helped out. I'm imagining 400 dogs and 100 cats <laughs> who are in this very traumatic situation and literally thrown together in in this one area how was that how were they how how do they behave well it was really interesting it was super chaotic it was incredibly loud it was a, a convention hall so imagine 400 dogs working pretty <laughs> oh. much non-stop the cats were a lot quieter and they had kind of their own section away from the dogs but what really struck me as incredible was just how completely sweet and good-natured these dogs and cats were I'm based in Los Angeles, and we partner with LA Animal Services, the city shelter system, and and we pull dogs and cats from them. And um, nothing against LA's pets, because we have awesome pets here, too, but honestly, Texas has the nicest pets I've ever met. And considering a lot of them had come from such, well, all of them had been affected by this traumatic hurricane, and, you know, I I can't even fathom what they went through, and they came into this situation, and they were so good-natured. I mean, they just wanted love and they were so grateful to have the two or three walks a day and and the food and the shelter. And they were just, everybody that was there commented that they were incredibly good natured. I was thinking, we talk a lot about gratitude here on Healing Quest. And I was thinking, 
you 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 got it from the, from the animals. Oh, that's true. Some people, maybe like us, we ascribe human emotions to pets. But if you've worked with them, you would see that there is indeed gratitude on behalf of these, of these animals. It's like they know that they're safe and cared for, and they just give you their unconditional love in return. It's it's really pretty amazing because we have no idea of what these pets' histories were like before they even hit. You know, the hurricane hit, right? And then yeah. they they get traumatized by that and. You know, we estimated that probably at least half of the pets there were community or street pets and not owned in the traditional sense and possibly stray. So all those factors, you add them up and them being so incredibly sweet, just it was that much more profound. Well, how many uh, happy reunions did you have? We had about 45 to 50 reunions, so about 10 percent of the population. Mm. It wasn't as big a number as we'd hoped, but, you know, when you're displaced by a hurricane, I'm sure it's incredibly challenging to get your life back on track, not to mention getting your pet back. So we, what we did is we gave um, all the pets a 30-day hold to allow their owners to come and potentially reunite with them. And once that date came up, we started putting these pets into foster to adopt homes. So if you're just joining us, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest. We're getting an update now on the inspiring work of the Best Friends Animal Society and their huge animal rescue effort in Houston in the wake of Hurricane Harvey. So, Michelle, how about the animals you couldn't reunite with their owners? Yeah, so a lot of our pets got transferred to amazing no-kill rescue groups across the country. We placed quite a few pets in foster to adopt homes, and many of those pets did get adopted. And then we moved to an an actual real dog facility (laughs) in um, Katy, Texas, which has really nice indoor-outdoor kennels. And we have dramatically dropped the population. So currently... Best friends is there's only 38 dogs on site at that facility. Oh, congratulations! Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. That's, Thank you. And really 70, 75. We have 75 dogs in foster homes and two cats in foster homes for a total of 115 pets. That's great. Congratulations on that. And you know, in addition to coming to the rescue, literally in situations like Hurricane Harvey, I know that Best Friends is involved in no kill animal rescue efforts all across the country. So, how is that going? It's going really well. So Best Friends has a goal of making the whole country no-kill by 2025. And we're doing that by collaborating with local rescues and shelter groups uh, across the country. We have about 2,000 partners in the Best Friends Network. And those are smaller rescues and shelters um, from California to New York. And all of us are working together to save them all. And we're doing that by increasing adoptions and also decreasing intake into shelters by providing spay-neuter Uh, We do awesome marketing promotions to really incentivize adoptions. Uh, We have different programs for community cats, and we have uh, foster programs, which create space in the shelters. We have kitten nurseries across the country that care for the most fragile population at shelters, which are neonatal kittens under eight weeks old. Mm. And we just have so many programs and exciting things happening across the country. It's, It's really beautiful, and it continues to grow. Well, if, if any of our listeners want to get involved in helping Best Friends, how can, how can they do that? Well, they can go to bestfriends.org, and they can find out about the different ways to help. Uh, of course, we always appreciate donations, so you can donate directly online at bestfriends.org. You can also learn about adoption opportunities, volunteer opportunities, foster opportunities. You can look at the Best Friends Network and try to find a local rescue or shelter near you where you can 
do some hands-on work or just support in whatever way you'd like. We have pet adoption centers in Los Angeles, Salt Lake City, New York City, Atlanta, and of course the Sanctuary in Kanab. So if you're in any of those areas and you want to help out, you can go to bestfriends.org and they'll direct you to those different addresses. Well, thanks so much, Michelle, for, you know, catching us up and updating us on on the situation. It, and congratulations. It's, on It's truly a terrific program. And so we, we wish you all the best and we want to keep in touch in the months ahead as as your other efforts continue. Thank you so much for having me on again. Well, we've been talking with Michelle Safi of the Best Friends Animal Society about the terrific work they do and, and, and how they really stepped into Houston and are, in many other parts of the country, are moving forward with, the, uh, with their programs. If you're thinking about getting uh, an animal companion for, for, for Christmas, for the holidays... Uh, Michelle one, had some really good advice. She did. Us. She did. She said, well, first of all, they don't recommend that you buy a, 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 a companion for someone else. An, a, a, right. a, I, I never like to say pets. I just like to say animal companions. I agree. <laughs> so that's, she, a, that's an interesting conversation. I would love to have it when we had more time with Michelle. Yes. And, and I think that, that in her life, um, uh, she certainly sees them as companions, not as possessions. Right. And, and, right. and I think we actually got some of that when we were talking about um, the, uh, the emotions that, uh, that the rescued dogs especially, but even the cats had, in that Houston situation where she said they were really expressing she felt gratitude. And, 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 and I think she's right. I don't think she's making that up. I think she's uh, – uh, so that's another reason why we always referred to our cats as our companions. Not our <laughs> that's cats. right, and our, cats and, and dogs. Uh, if they heard us say pets, they would give us such a look. <laughs> I, mean, I can't even believe <laughs> If that's on your list of, thing, of, of, of something that you're wanting, if you're wanting to add a companion, an animal companion to your, to your family, right. then this would be a great time to do that. Just probably not a good time to give, give somebody else that gift. That's, right. She right. said if you, if, if you know somebody's interested, give them a gift certificate, and then they can, they can choose their own. Which reminds me, actually, of a story in our family about two puppies who, uh, on one Christmas a while ago, oh, that's, yes. you should tell them that story. Oh, well, that's that's funny. Uh, our sons, Michael and Patrick, decided that they were going to get uh, an animal companion for their families one Christmas, and this is many several years ago, and and they both did that. Well, what happened is they— And I wanted, let's just say they both did that separately, they, yes. on their own. They went and found these really wonderful little labs. Max and Molly. Max and Molly. So anyway, Christmas, when they when the families all got together, uh, Patrick says to Michael, well, so where did you get uh, Molly? And he said, well, he, I think it was up somewhere. Up in Auburn. Up in Auburn, right. And Patrick said, well, that's where we got Max. And they found out that they had, without knowing it, got litter mates. Brother and sister. Brother and sister. So that was like quite a fun (laughs) little Christmas story. Even better Christmas story. It was. It was. And they were both wonderful, (laughs) wonderful dogs for many, many years. They're not with us anymore, but they were great. So you can learn more about Best Friends Animal Society and how you can help at bestfriends.org. And coming up next, we'll be chatting with one of our favorite people, actress and singer, Jolie Fisher, about her new memoir, Growing Up Fisher, and all of the interesting experiences of having Eddie Fisher for a dad and Connie Stevens for a mom and Carrie Fisher for a sister. So My you won't want to miss that. Just thinking about <laughs> You're that. not going to want to miss that. Don't forget, podcasts of this and all other Healing Quest shows are available at kfpk.com, on the iHeartRadio app, and by Googling 
Healing Quest iHeart Podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you want to hear us talking about, and tell us your stories. Tell us your healing stories. You can email us at info at healingquestradio.com or call us at 877-544-4827. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. You're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio. Radio. 